0: And that is why this is the best damn flag league in Jersey.
1: The Cowboys are the first ever Old Bridge flag football league champions.
0: And what's going on everybody? Welcome back to the OBFFL podcast episode number 34. This is a week four recap. Great week in the league. Phenomenal week, my opinion. The best week of the season so far. Joined by me as always. Brandon Kurtzman and my father, Tommy Savarro. What's going on, Kurtzman? We got anything to say before we get into the uh, recap of the games here? No, I love this week.
2: We got almost the entire week on film. Pictures are going to be up tomorrow. You're listening to this on Monday night. We'll be up by tomorrow night. It'll be Tuesday night. And, uh, yeah,
1: I'm excited for next week already. Mm. Dad, you got anything to say before we jump into the games? Yeah, we're at the point where you know, teams are starting to take shape as to what they are and what they will be towards the end of the year. So I'm excited uh, moving forward with this league. I I thought, like I just said, I thought it was the best week
0: of the season. Let's jump right into the recap of these games here. Let's start with the first game of the day, which was Clemson versus UCLA. A star was born. Zach Shere, new quarterback, Clemson, brought the energy, uh, could possibly have just changed around the entire season for Clemson. We'll talk about their, their second game a little bit later. But, Dad, you were the ref of this one. No, I wasn't. Oh, you ref the other field. I forgot. Kurtzman, you were on the field, on the field as well as I was. So, me and you will have to dominate the conversation for this game. I'll start with you. What was your initial takeaway of the new-look Clemson Tigers with Zach Trey quarterback?
2: Well, I think one of the things that the really good teams in this league succeed on are broken plays and how – when the quarterback can make guys miss in the backfield and give his receiver six, seven seconds to get open. It just gives the guys more time, and it allows for bigger plays to occur, and if the quarterback can make the throw or make the right read and run, then that's how offenses a lot of times are successful. Um, Clemson's offense with Dom was more of a quick-hitting offense, uh, planned throws, throws quick, get the ball out of his hands quickly, but like sometimes that can work, but other times you have to. Just, your quarterback has to be able to make plays for you. So I think Zach was able to make plays, make guys miss in the backfield. He was very he gave Clemson a running quarterback. Dom only had like five, six carries on the season through three games. And quarterbacks need to run in this league. So mm-hmm. I think Zach running the ball I think seven, eight times at least in this game. Um I'm excited about the new Clemson offense and he brought a dynamic that they hadn't had all season.
0: I agree a hundred percent. I think like you just hit it on the head in the last thing you said there, he brought a dynamic that they have not had the entire season. Uh, another dynamic they they got back was Emrick. Emmerich came since the first time he made a huge impact, uh, big touchdown catch in that first game. Played good defense the entire day. Uh, he was a, a huge uh, reason as to why they got that win in the first game. Uh, Dylan looks really hobbled. I rumors are that he can't believe he even. Played. He, he, I can't believe that he even played. Um, I, outside of that, I thought Venerina was good for them. I thought Matt Hughes was very good for them. A very smart player throughout the entire day. Uh, the kid Chase that came in sub, I thought he was uh, pretty explosive, pretty good player. He was making plays all over the field. Uh, I really liked the, the way Clemson played in that first game versus UCLA, which brings me to my next question for you, Kurtzman. What is wrong with the UCLA Bruins right now?
2: I just... Uh, I don't know. Um, I think I think Rob would tell you he hasn't played his best football this season, and I think he knows that he needs to play better if this team's going to win. Um they were also unable to get a stop. So as much as you might want to put the blame on Rob for he threw four interceptions, as much as you wanna blame it on him, the defense allowed forty points. Mm. So To a I first mean, time quarterback. To a first time to a first day playing yeah. quarterback in this league. And we all know that at least in the beginning you you face a little bit of a challenge and he got he came right in and played really well through four touchdowns, ran the ball well, moved the ball down the field and really just executed when he had to. Um uh, UCLA, I think they just need to regroup and hopefully pull out a win this week. They're playing against Arizona State, one of the better teams in the league. So, listen, I'm not going to come out here and say they have no chance of winning the game. But they need to show something more than what they have.
0: They, so far, have been probably the most disappointing team. When you look at their roster and you see all the talent that they have, you're like, well, how, how is this team not working right now? And I think, listen, I still think there's a lot of time left. Not that actually, I take that back. There's only two weeks of the regular season left, they, but
2: they have three games left because they still have to play. The okay, so ladder. there's
0: three three games left for them. I think that they they can figure it out. They have to figure it out. They have to come out and they need a win. Uh, Listen, I, they're, they 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 still have. A, I mean, I th- I don't know what place
2: they're in like exactly for the standings off the top of my head because I didn't update them yet. But um, they
1: there's have, three they one have one teams. there's
2: three one win teams. Um, none of them play each other again.
0: Ooh. I don't believe. Could we get a flex schedule at the end or no? No. No. Because I need I need a Every couple weeks to, yeah. in between
2: um the end of our season, the beginning of basketball. Okay. So um yeah. So listen, none of those teams play each other again. They all play each other at the beginning of the year. UCLA needs one of these teams is gonna have to go out there and beat a team that they might not be initially better than on paper or how they've played so far this season. So I think it's gonna be interesting to see which
0: team gets in as the sixth seed, but there's and, still life for every and, team. And why I liked this week so much, why I was so happy about how this week went, I think this week proved that any team could beat any team in the league. So UCLA beating any one of the teams they have left in their schedule, I don't think is, is that far-fetched. So uh, let's get into the stats for this one, Curseman. Actually, before we – actually, yeah, get get into the stats, and then I'll say something about this game after the stats. Okay.
2: Zach Ray first-time quarterback, 16-21, of 21, 188 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, had five carries for 57 yards. Also made a huge impact on defense, picked Rob off twice, and had a pass breakup, which also could have actually been a third interception on the day. I'm pretty sure it was more of a dropped interception. Um, so he made a big impact on both sides of the ball. Uh, Dylan just had one catch for 25 yards. Dom had two catches for 15 yards. Emmerich had two catches, 22 yards, and that uh, Moss in the end zone was a conversion. Also, an interception and a pass breakup. Tommy Torrey had a pick six to start the game. He was um, involved... Both ways this year, Uh, both ways in this game, Zach used him a lot off the line. I liked what I saw from Tommy Torrey. Torrey. Uh, Matt Hughes had two for 40 yards and a touchdown. Vin Arena caught a touchdown. And uh, Chase had a fumble recovery in the end zone. Also had three catches, 20 yards, and two touchdowns. For UCLA, Rob finished 12-18, 140 yards, three touchdowns, four interceptions, rushed seven times for 107 yards. Austin had just one catch and a sack. Liam Knowles, the big man of the day, five catches, 75 yards, three touchdowns. Mm. It was his kind of breakout game this year. Uh, We all know what he's capable of when the ball gets in his hands. Um, Billy, two catches, 24 yards, had another interception. I think that's three straight games for now with him for at least one interception. Wiz had two catches, 20 yards, and
0: a sack. Harnish had a catch for 15 yards and a sack. And Pasquale had a catch. And before we move off this one here, uh, I just wanted to get your take on Zach Shray as a quarterback, Dad, because we're not going to talk about the Ohio State-Clemson game, which was the doubleheader that they played. I just wanted to get your, uh, your opinion
1: on Zach as a quarterback, after what you saw after the first day. I'm going to compare him to someone that no one's probably ever heard of except for maybe Steve Strom sitting in this room. Joe <laughs> Capp. <laughs> mm. he, he used to play uh, quarterback for the Vikings way back when, when I was a kid. Uh, big quarterback, big arm, love to run. That's what I see. I think Zach's Zach raised Josh Allen. <laughs> could be. Could be modern day. Yeah, I can see Josh Allen's a modern day. Joe oh, Cap. I want to see Zach push the ball down the field a little bit more. So yeah, but, give No, no. no I, very, very small play. Even um, I didn't see the first game. I did I did ref their second game. I know we're not going to talk about that, but I like the what I saw. He's got a great offensive line in front of him. Yeah. He's got all day to throw, and he makes wise decisions with the ball. So, you know, he's, he's got his team in the game. Uh, like I said, they won their first game. Uh, outcome the second game is a little different, but they're very competitive. I, I see them being a much better team moving forward. Do you think Zach Shray
0: is a quarterback moving forward?
1: Absolutely. In this league, you should be. Mm. Do you think Clemson, if they make the playoffs, could be a dangerous team in the playoffs? Yes, they can. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, you know me. I'm always, what, I, what I always say: it starts at the line, and they yeah. got a, they got a great line. Yeah. Right, let's get into the uh, next game here, the next 11:30 uh,
0: game, which was what? Kurtzman. Ohio State and Arizona. Ooh, Ohio State and Arizona another game that you did no he left this one and you I was, did this. I
2: watched more this okay. game than the other
1: I'll, game. I'll start with you dad so we'll get you going here uh what were your takeaways on this one well like i said a- a- arizona is a team that uh, I-, I see get that gets better every week uh, i was interested to see how they respond to this which is like a-, a true test playing one of the elite teams in the league uh, and they came out and they they matched them early uh, and then you know bimbo pulled away because he's just such a major talent. But what I liked, what I what I saw that I really liked about Arizona, there was no quitting them. Mm. Uh, they actually, uh, toward the, in the second half of the uh, of the game, when they were down uh, multiple touchdowns, yeah. they came back. on I think it was the first successful onside uh, yeah, conversion, yeah, 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 onside kick. I, and, right. and they did two consecutive scores there, right? There was no quitting Smitty. And I told him after the game, so I was really proud of the way that, you know, do, don't accept the loss. You know, if your team's getting blown out, don't accept that. And they didn't. And, and they fought back and made it a game. Uh, I Like I said, they'll learn from this, and they'll get better next time they face an elite team like that. Kersman. I was excited for this game because I
2: wanted to really see if Arizona could kind of put it together and keep up with IB for more than just the game of the first half. Um, they came out hot, scored in the first drive, um, gave up a, a touchdown very quickly on the second drop for the first drive for Ohio State. So I was a little worried there that I didn't know how they were able to keep up. Um, but then they had to punt two times in a row. And when you punt twice in a row facing IB's team, you're probably not going to be able to mount a comeback, be able to hang with them. So, I, I mean, listen, they, they played well. I thought Smitty had a lot of flashes of brilliance. Um, he made a lot of good plays to Joe over the middle. Joe had a big day today. Um, I think he had six catches. Um, I just think that one. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm not a fan of when the teams are going on the clap. I'm, oh, you guys know how I play. I go on silent. I just think that any noise of any kind gives the line an opportunity to jump the snap or get a little bit of a jump on the snap. And especially the guys, Johnny Samarco is one of the bigger guys in the league who does this. He is very good at timing the snap based on a sound. Like He was clapping, and I feel like Johnny and IB were getting in very quickly. And I wish that teams would make the adjustment of maybe going silent to slow down the pass rush. He, Smitty, Smitty said after the game to me, when I said this to him, he said, um, I got him to go offsides like five, six times. I go, yeah, but what about the other 12 plays where they were yeah. in right away and they didn't go? And I think it's more important to slow down their rush for the entire game than to get them a few times on offsides calls. Um, Ohio State, they just keep getting better. IB, I be—I don't think, that was one of the best games I've seen him play. He did not miss a single throw the entire game. Uh, he got Justin involved super early. Um, got him a long touchdown. Got him an out right away to start the game. Um, I think th- that duo could be the best quarterback receiver duo in the league on any given day, and they're gonna—they're one of the title contenders for this league. Yeah. Ib
0: was dominant as always. You know, I keep saying I think he's the best quarterback in the league. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. Got Justin acquainted early, right away. Made it apparent that hey, he's my new guy. I'm gonna throw it to him. Justin, I think realized very fast that IB is amazing <laughs> and he's yeah. like wow this is a great position for me to Justin be in. bought in uh, after Mahmood's touchdown Mahmood uh, went
2: up and got yeah. him, uh, on top yeah, high of someone pointed, yeah. yeah high pointed that ball great Justin if you look at the video Justin runs over and is more is like he knew Mahmood for 10 years yeah. and getting excited over a
0: touchdown with him Um, he's Fully in. So you love involved. to see that. I love uh, to see that. Uh, I think yes. Ohio State is rolling right now. They're phenomenal. Morik had a great day. I thought he put pressure on Smitty the entire day. He was in the backfield on a lot of the plays. Like you mentioned, Johnny Samarco as well. IB even playing a little bit more of a uh, of of a role, rushing the passer more kind so this sack. season than in uh, previous seasons where we've seen him in the secondary. TJ Angstad, did he have another interception yeah, this Not week? in
2: that game. He had one in the second game. game. Okay.
0: But uh, so no, TJ Angstad. got super
1: sub Dean. Dean Wachowski. Dean Wachowski. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Yeah. Great, great on the line. Great receiving. Uh, yeah, great and job. One person I
2: think we're remiss.
1: We cannot miss this person Prem Patel. Oh, yeah. Prem yeah. oh, not... is a beast. Yeah,
2: uh, he is a beast. Burner. He's Brandon Cooks of the League. First I mean. of all, he catches a deep ball every game, but it's not even like he catches it in traffic or anything. He's wide open. Yeah. Like, he's whoever's in front of him, he's burning. Um, and he is a very good defensive back. He makes plays on the ball. He was guarding Spo the entire day. Spo held to just one catch, um, six or seven targets. Prem had two pass breakups also, and I, I'm. Yeah, don't, don't forget Christian. Christian had a yeah, great game, Yeah, Christian, too. another good... Another, this team is full of athletes. All right, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, give, me, give me stats on this one, Kurtzman. IB, 13-17, 228 yards, 5 touchdowns. 6 rushes, 46 yards, 1 touchdown, 2 conversions, a sack, and an interception. Justin Ferrara... Four catches, 57 yards, a touchdown, a conversion, also an interception. Christian had two catches, 37 yards. Prem had a 45-yard touchdown and two pass breakups. Johnny had a catch for 15 yards, a pass breakup, and a sack. Dean Wiatrowski, three catches, 40 yards, two touchdowns. Morick had a a two-point conversion. And Mahmood had a 22-yard touchdown catch. And for Arizona, Smitty, 11-23, 157 yards, two touchdowns, also threw two interceptions. Also ran the ball nine times for 73 yards and two touchdowns. Spo just one catch for 10 yards, but he had six targets. So at least Smitty is throwing him the ball, getting him trying to get more involved. Joe Piscopo, four catches, 82 yards, a touchdown, also had a sack. Joe Mayo had two catches for 22 yards. Zach Bellheimer, three catches, 38 yards. And uh, Paulie Donado caught the first touchdown of the game on a five-yard out, didn't get targeted the rest of the game. So... Mm. I like to see he get him more involved. I feel I feel like every time the ball gets thrown to him, he makes a play. So I don't know. I think they got a lot of athletes. They listen, Arizona. You're one of the you're one of the better teams in the league, and you just need to go out there and beat one of the more upper echelon teams. Keep growing each week. All right,
0: let's move into the uh, the twelve thirty games here. Let's start with your game, Carson. Let's start with uh, Oklahoma versus Notre Dame. You got out to an early lead. Big lead, I think, it was 31-6. to Nine, six. Yeah, it ended up being 31-6. 31-6. 19-0. You jumped out to a big lead, but they hung around. They, they stayed tough. Uh, I know just from looking at the game, Nick Douglas got a lot of pressure on you. Their line, you got sacked. This was easily the most times you've been sacked in a game. Uh, there was no quit in that team. You said a little bit about before that, that Arizona didn't quit. Notre Dame did not quit at all. Sam Allen fought them back in the game. Uh, they had a few picks. I think they had a pick six in this in game the as well. Time, yep. uh, yeah, they had they had made a lot of good plays to keep them in this game. Kirsten, what was your takeaway on this one? Why do you think you jumped out to such a lead and, and what let them back in the game?
2: Um, I think that we just played really well on offense. And on top of all that, Michael Levin just made plays for me. Um, I threw a really bad ball on an out and up that I thought we beat the corner of the field. And I really made a really bad throw, but he bailed me out and... Really, my receivers just make plays. My offensive line played pretty well. Um, I think we had a problem on our left side blocking Douglas. Um, No one's fault in particular. I need to do better things strategically to stop rushers. I had Ed Zalek playing as a fourth lineman on a lot of plays. I was undermanned. No Tompkins, no Santiago. No um, Jimmy. No Jimmy. I was missing a lot of guys. Um, Dean Romantini stepped up huge for me. Played line the entire game for me, which I really love. He was manning my defense because I got need in the, the... the leg in the first play of the game and really couldn't even run around that well. Um, but listen, they came back. I took my foot off the pedal after being up 31-6, and then they got safety, touchdown, pick six in the end zone, and just like that, it was 31-22. Um, I was never worried. We kept it at a nine-point game, which meant it was two scores. I wasn't too worried about it. We made it. We made plays when we had to. Dean had an interception in the end zone. Michael Leva had an interception inside the 10. Um, but I think we need to play better.
0: Tyson scored his first touchdown. Tyson scored his first
2: touchdown of the season. Um, Mike had
0: a few touchdowns. Mike
2: had two touchdowns. Uh, Mike DeRose. Mike DeRose scored another touchdown.
0: I, I listen, I spread the ball to all my guys. I'm what, who scorer. scored for the, who scored for the I know we're not doing stats yeah. right now, but uh wh- what was their who Nick, was their impact players on, on Nick the Doug, offense? It was Nick
2: Douglas. He had four sacks and two pass breakups. Yeah, I, I didn't I don't recognize the stats yet, but he was all over the field. He also caught a he caught the only offensive touchdown for um Notre Dame on the day. They had a uh, pick six in the end zone where Douglas hit the screen up in the air and Nick Vorando came down with it. He actually did that twice in the game. On the first one, I happened to actually knock it down. Second one, I wasn't able to. Um, but like I said, I think we need to play. My team needs to play better on offense. But I think that'll come with all my players. What do
0: you think there. about the potential of Notre Dame? Do you think they have it in them to make? I think run Sam it?
2: needs to make quicker decisions with the football. I think a lot of times he was um, a little hesitant take the yards and run I said this last week on the podcast I think he needs to run more I think he can use it he might not be the fastest kid but he gets us out of the he pocket can move. He, can move. he can move he can make plays in the open field I think that he needs to run a little bit more I think that he needs to get play- get Q the ball Q was held uh, catchless only two wow. targets on the day um, I just think like I'm, I've been hammering this since last year gotta get your impact players involved um but he, you know what? He goes to Nick Douglas a lot. Nick Douglas has shown he can do it on both sides of the ball. But I think going forward, Sam needs to make quicker decisions with the ball, get the ball out of his hands quicker, and not don't be afraid to run.
0: I think that for, for your week, for your team this week, it was just that you needed to get by it. You didn't have a lot of your guys. Your entire line basically was missing. Mm-hmm. Like you said, shout-out to Dean. He came in and played Austin, great. shout-out uh, to, shout to Austin. shout for
2: me. I don't think he's ever honestly snapped in our league so, ever, but he did a good job. The snaps yeah. were fine. Michael
0: Oliva, so. absolutely Absolutely incredible athlete. Yeah. Uh, I expect him to be a first-round pick next season. Um, he was just everywhere. He went up over two people on that moss. It was just, he just completely bailed you out on that ball. You just gave him a shot. Yeah. He went out and got it. Uh, Tyson scored his first touchdown. Should have had another one when he dropped it in the end zone on that fade. Uh, I like the way your team is looking moving forward. I also think Notre Dame showing that life; they could beat anyone because I Douglas think their is such defense a is going to
2: keep them in a lot of games, especially just Douglas yeah. and Nick Villano, too. Yeah. Nick Villano is getting in, causing pressure. Um, um, no, but Nick Douglas single-handedly can keep them in games. And Q, I would be remiss without saying it: another game, another interception. He has six on the season through four games. Wow. Uh, hashtag first team yeah he has two guys two guys on Notre Dame defense who are making cases for defense player of the year Douglas has I think eight sacks on the season and like six or seven pass breakups Q has like four pass breakups and six interceptions they have a good defense man Um, not a team you want to see in the playoffs I don't think
0: okay Uh, give me, uh, stats on this one real quick.
2: I finished 15 of 22, 185 yards, five touchdowns, two interceptions, six carries, 54 yards. Michael with five catches, 62 yards and a touchdown, also an interception. Dean had five catches, 77 yards and a touchdown, also an interception. Tyson, 20-yard touchdown catch. DeRose had two for 17 a touchdown, also had a sack. Ed Zalek, caught a conversion and also had an interception. And Chris had one catch for four yards. For Notre Dame... Sam, 8 of 16, 110 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Oh, he threw a late one to Jarowar. I completely forgot about that. Um, Also had four rushes, 38 yards. Q, we said interception, Nick King, two catches, 30 yards. Douglas, four sacks, um, really was around me the entire day. He was a menace. Also had two pass breakups and a safety. Also had a 20-yard touchdown catch. Uh, Jarowar had three catches, 20 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Joey Noya, thirteen catch, uh, thir- thirteen yards receiving, and a sack. Nick Valano, pick six and a twenty-five-yard catch.
0: That you, you didn't see this one at all, right? No, you not a good chance. All man. right, let's uh, let's get into the next one here. The last game of the day because we're not going to talk about the uh, Clemson Ohio yeah. State game. I'll rewatch we, we, it. Yeah, we, we can... I'll
2: rewatch it and we'll talk about it when the, on the preview.
0: The, we'll talk about it on the preview. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk that. about we'll talk about that one on the preview. We'll start off with that in the preview. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move see. to Arizona State versus uh, TCU. Dad, you ref this one. You saw the whole game. Yeah. Uh, what, what were your takeaways?
1: Uh, I thought that uh, if if, you were, if anyone was thinking that TCU was a fluke that one week against Clemson, they're wrong. Uh, that, that team's ready to play. Uh, they got players, and uh, the, the quarterback play by Brandon Giles makes them. Uh, a, a, you know competitive team obviously they had Nick Sedano sub this week he was an
0: absolute monster welcome back to the league Nick he'll be playing against Kurtzman this week for Clemson uh, Nick was a problem he was, had a really good game I thought the defense in this one was really good That uh, both sides th- of the ball Arizona State's defense what do you think what do you think about uh, the way that they were defending you know Brandon Giles
1: playing quarterback now uh, they, they they got it right uh, their, their defensive schemes were good Uh, not gonna take anything away from uh, both sides uh, I thought it was a defensive struggle Uh, both teams had trouble well I'm sorry you're right Uh, offensive struggle both teams had trouble moving the ball uh, just because it was good defensive play I think that uh, with these teams I talk about a little bit Brandon I think Brandon Giles needs to
0: force Joey the ball a little bit more because Pip really didn't have many you know opportunities to make plays Brandon Giles Albeit he was getting pressure all all game. I thought Brandon played a really good game. I love Brandon on uh, Giles on the on the uh, sideline. Every time he comes off the field, he's always telling me, "I don't care. We're still going to win the game." He's super confident in his ability, as he should be. Uh, he's a quarterback in this league. I, I wanted to play quarterback, and every single season moving forward, I think he is super competitive. Brandon Giles, if you were listening to this, you're a beast, and I'm very happy that you took over the TCU team and made them as competitive as they now are. Yeah. He's, the just, other- he's,
1: he's got a. He's got to get on the same page with Joe because Joe's a real player in this league and uh, he's only going to help that that team moving forward. Yeah, I just think um, I only saw the very
2: end of the game, the last, what, three plays made because my game ended um, before that. Right before that game ended, I just think that there were three play. They had four plays inside the fifteen, I guess, to end the game, and Joey didn't even see one target. Now I know Arizona State was kind of doing shout out to
0: Jack, but really Jack good game was on playing
2: him. on him. Julius, was they had both of them kind of on him towards the end of the game, making sure that he wasn't the one that beat them. But like you said, and like we've been saying, you got to get your best players involved and. Joey is one of the best players in the league Best player on his team He needs to They need to You need to just throw him the ball Get him involved He's one of those kids that catches the ball If you catch it enough times And may, and like eventually guys are going to miss flags Yeah And then that's how guys score And that's how You really make plays in this league and I just think Joey's one of those guys that You throw him the ball He's going he's, He makes plays Like balls that you don't think are going to be caught by someone They get caught by Joey He's one of the few in the league that does that So I just hope that Brandon Giles realizes what he has yeah. and uses it. Also, we'd love to see Matt Merle get more involved. Mm. But I
0: thought Matt played a really good game No, Matt played – yes, yeah. he did. You that, you think Matt played a really good game this as well? Not always well. plays a good game. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, Arizona State a little bit here. They needed a win after two straight losses, two tough losses. Uh, I thought play of the game uh, – the, the nicest play of the game, Augie's deep ball to Julius on the sideline, that was a, a perfect – Bomb, Nice catch and everything. It was a great deep ball. Great, All Augie might be, you know, he throws a really good deep ball. He's had a really good year throwing a deep ball. Uh, late in the game, Jack Starner had a big play, caught the ball on out, gained a lot of extra yards after the catch. Uh, I thought Noah had a huge deflection in that game on Giles on a third or a fourth down. He had a, he had a big deflection in the game. Uh, True played really good. Even it, Augie moved True out the slot this week to play receiver. True dropped the touchdown, and then <laughs> he had another it. one that you called back on him, Dad, for O-P-I. an OPI yeah. for an
1: offensive pass <laughs> interference. What well, wasn't me that called it? Was oh, not my side of the field. Oh. But. Um I'm just saying. But absolutely was OPI. Yeah,
0: True. Uh, True had. Um, True. Had, I, th- I like True playing slot wide receiver. I think it's it's a good element to their team because he he does get out there and uh and, and make a difference for them. Definitely, I think they needed this win. I think they looked really good. I think they low-key might have the best defense that no one really talks about because they held you in check, Kurtzman. To t- they held you Really team to 20 check. points. last uh, scored in the last play of the they game. They played the really good game. defense against Ohio State, too, in that in that Sunday morning game, was it? Or Saturday morning at uh, Cougars Field. Yeah. And they, they're standalone, they had a standalone game. I Arizona think. State? No. It was, it, that game was tcu and Notre Dame the standalone game. No. It, oh, they played Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, in the yeah, morning. Yeah, okay. they played in the morning. Yeah. I thought their defense was really good in that one. So now this is three straight weeks of really good defense. They play a zone. They play a really good zone. They communicate well. Uh, I really like this uh, Arizona State team moving forward. I think Augie is getting better every single week. He might be the best running quarterback in the league. And like we said, he throws the deep ball. No, I disagree. Who's the best running quarterback? Oh, and Bimbo. Yeah, you're right. And Bimbo. That's true. And Bimbo, he scrambles to throw though. Augie runs. And Bimbo likes to throw the ball see, down the field. Did you
1: field. see it in Bimbo's touchdown runs this, this week? I did. I did see the touchdown yeah, I, know, I know, I know. Ridiculous. I
0: know, but Bimbo still looks to throw a lot, though, on the scramble, whereas Augie is, is is taking off. Um, I, I like this Arizona State team moving forward. I thought this was a really good win for them. It's a tough game against the TCU team that also had Nick Sedano as a sub. That was, you know, obviously a game changer anytime he's on the field. I like this team a lot moving forward. They're going to be moving up in my power rankings this week.
2: No, listen, you guys said it all. I like I said I didn't really see the game, but listen, um I said it after the game and without honestly without even talk like really knowing what happened. I think ASU was really beatable. I think mm. they're beatable, but they're also able yes, to rise beat, to yes. the occasion and beat the two top teams in the yes. league because they did. They battled with me and they battled with uh, uh, IB and Ohio well, State they also. They're right there both sides. Yeah, but I think but I just think that may, their lack of scoring the last two weeks they've only scored against IB they only had 20 up until late in the game. Against me they only scored 12. Again, this game they only scored 18. So I think they're uh, struggling a little bit to put points on the board, and listen, I don't really know if that's attributed to because I didn't see last week's game. But at least against my game, I just feel like when I think it's for every team when the game gets close, uh, not the game gets close when you're getting inside the ten yard line for everyone. It's hard to score. I feel like because yeah. you don't know what you want Red to do. Red zone offense, offense is hard. It's um, it the the field is compact and their ver- defense is very good at keeping guys out of the end zone. So yeah. They stopped me on two play two times inside the ten. So I like them. I just think that they're beatable.
0: Yeah, right, give me stats on this one, Chrisman Oh, Dad. Do you have anything else to add on this one? You have. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, to
1: to me, watching this game, I think Arizona uh, State took a step back. Wow. Uh, I'm not putting them up with the elite teams anymore. Uh, <laughs> I just like 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 Kirsten said, they're having a tough time in the red zone, uh, not putting up a lot of points. And it seems to me, every week we hear something about uh, a referee screwing them on a call or, or a referee making a bad call. Uh, um, it's always something They cry more than anyone in the league I'm their games I could see why They talk the most trash <laughs> during the game All they do is get in the opponent's ears And then oh, bait them into, in, into doing something And then they expect a the flag I, There was one play I'm and, and True But True's okay and This is the way he is He's in uh, um, Brandon Giles' ear the whole game yeah. The whole game And Brandon, you know what? He's just like shaking up he's joking around with it he's not even taking it to heart but there was one play where he just like dropped the ball by True's feet and then true' screaming where's the flag where's the fl-? <laughs> you got to be kidding me uh, J- Jack Starner, he- he's trying to start a fight with, with Nick Sedano. No, he Nick sit down. i take him apart of the joints. <laughs> <That's wrong. laughs> Why That's in the world? I, I mean, I mean, he wouldn't shut up. I'm going get get just for the fact that I don't want to see the fight and I don't want to throw a flick. No one's I, fighting. I'm telling Jack, get back in the fucking auto. Shut your mouth and get back in the auto. Jack was turned. Jack was—I
0: don't was know too. what it was—but he was something set him off. He was definitely turned up. No one's fighting that.
1: I hope. I know, but that. you no know what? The, in this league, there's. A, I, listen, I know the guys, so I, I don't. I want to see the game played. I don't want to throw flags. But there are referees in this league that are going to start throwing flags when you get out of hand like that. So your advice to Arizona State would be to chill out a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, you're, you're a good team. Everyone's a good ball player. Shut the fuck up and play ball. That's my yeah. advice. All right. I don't disagree. Give me stats on
2: that one, Kurtzman. Augie finished 10 of 16, 140 yards, one passing touchdown, 40 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, threw two interceptions, and had a pass breakup on defense. Julius, the big day, five catches, 104 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Jack Starner had one catch, 20 yards on two targets. True had one catch. It was a uh, conversion. Amir, one catch. Noah had the big pass breakup, and Dave had a catch. For TCU, Giles, 9 of 17, 126 yards, 2 touchdowns, 53 rushing yards. Um, Marola, 2 catches, 16 yards, also had 2 pass breakups. Nick Rivas had a catch. Pip, 2 catches, 35 yards. Damian had 2 catches, 30 yards, a touchdown. Also had a sack and an interception. He continues his great defensive year. Uh, Sean had a catch. And Nick Sedano 2 catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown. Also had 20 rushing yards and 2 sacks. Mm.
0: All right, Uh, Dad, let's do uh, your Dogs of the Week. And then we will do our power rankings to wrap up the podcast here. All right, Dad, I'm turning it over to you. Uh, give me your
1: dogs of the week for week four of the Obffl. All right, we're gonna start off with uh, Ohio State. Uh, Christian, I-, I think the kid comes and plays every 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 week, gives you his best, and uh, he's a standout. Like I said, these are the guys that uh, aren't put up the huge stats, but you need to have on your team to win. And I'm gonna split this three ways. Oh. Besides Christian, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Johnny and Morick on the line. Mm. Those guys are every down on both ways, defense and offense, and they played a doubleheader this week. Uh, really put in the work this week. And uh, talking to Morrick the day after, his body was hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with those two guys, along with Christian, my dogs. And for the ASU game, I'm going to go with Steve Redesco. Uh, he was battling uh, Matt Nick, Damian. Damian, Nick, Damian, yeah, it's, and it's snapping a, the whole day, snapping the whole game. It's a tough line. Uh, TCU really has athletes on that line uh, that, that get after it, and uh, Steve did a great job. Oh, do you have Kurtzman?
0: Are you I'm going to I'm gonna hand
1: it over to Kurtzman because I didn't really get a chance to see the last uh, the other two games, mm-hmm. the Clemson game. And his own game, uh, Ohio. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma. Yeah. Clemson, we we know who's Clemson, Dog of the Week. Zach Shray.
2: Zach Shray. Zach Shray, got to be Dog, gotta be Dog of the Week. Came out, made plays all over the field. Gave, Like we said, he, he gave a different dynamic to that team they haven't had all season. I think if Tommy saw the game, easily would have had him as Dog of the Week. Um, on the UCLA side, Liam Knowles. I know we don't try to do stats, um, but Liam Knowles had his breakout game of the year. Uh, even when things aren't going well for the UCLA team, Liam's always high spirits, making plays is doing what he needs to do. Um for Notre Dame, I'm giving it to their entire defensive front. They were causing pressure all day. That's Volano, Jarwar, Douglas, and Denoia. They were all blitzing, making plays on me. Um and they did a lot of the heavy lifting for that team scoring wise. Um, Your team and for my team, I'm shining out. My boy Dean Momentini. came back to the league for the first time since it's become what it is now. Uh, he was super. He looked great. He looked great. Hadn't played in a long time. He was. I, I know he was a little nervous getting back out there for sure. But uh, he did everything I asked him to do. He was playing line for me when I know we were undermanned, and he had. The big the biggest plays of the game, Dean was who I went to because yeah. I've known we've been going I've been going to him for a long time now. So Dean, dog of the week. Mm, I like it. I thought
0: Dean looked really good. Shout out to Dean Doventini. Interception and a touchdown. Yeah. So uh we want to do power rankings. Yeah, let's do let's do our power rankings, Dad. Do you have do you have your team training down? Alright, right, I'll go
2: so, real quick before we do that, just so everyone knows the records. Uh, I went 4-0 this week. Tommy, 3-1. TJ, 3-1. I gain a game on Tommy. And I'm two back. And now you're, you're still, I'm still, you're too still back. two back because Tommy lost. You're one back. Yeah, so it's Tommy, me, and then TJ in the rankings currently. Like, right. Josh Gordon makes big catch. <laughs> Let's go
0: with the power rankings here to wrap up the podcast. You can start with yours. I'll start with mine. I got Oklahoma 1. I have Ohio State 2. I think that's pretty clear right now. I will go... Arizona State three. I like the way that their team's playing, their defense is playing. At four. That's where it starts to get a little uh I'll go TCU at four. I'm going big big move. TCU at four. People could disagree with it. I love their defense. I love Giles at quarterback. Um at five, I'll go Notre Dame. Six, Clemson. Seven, uh Aris Ooh. I take it back. Give me give me Give me Notre Dame, then Arizona, then Clemson. I need to see a little bit more out of Zach Ertz. Then give me UCLA and UCLA. If they are the if they are the last team in the league, I feel good about the um, uh, I feel good about the league because I think they have a lot of talented people and they can win a lot of games if they if they get if they, they if they figure it, it out, they put it together. I think they can do it. So. Dad, that's that's my eight right there. That's my one through eight. You can go on,
1: Kersman. I'm stuck here. Oh, Kurtzman. Oh, I Kirsten, do. No, I'm doesn't power do power. He doesn't no. do his
0: power rings. How do you feel about my power
2: rankings, Kurtzman? <laughs> I think your power rankings are pretty good. We talked. We, I talked to you yesterday about how I feel the league is right now. There's a couple of different classes of teams. Yeah. Um. But like you said, if UCLA is the worst team in the league, UCLA is greater than what the Jets and the Saints were in the summer. I agree. A opinion. thousand by a million. I, I don't think. It, I personally don't think it's close. Um. With that being said, UCLA still needs to make plays and still needs to figure it out offensively because they're struggling a little bit. It seems like Rob is making plays and doing what he has to do, but just the turnovers need to – we need to slow down a little bit on the turnovers for Rob.
0: Dad, you have, you're have you ready with your power rankings? Yeah, I'm
1: ready. All right, get ready. give it to it. I'm going to go from eight up to one. Right. Okay, so reverse order. Yeah, right. Bottom of the pile is UCLA. Very disappointing. It's a better team than what they're showing. Uh, I think I kind of know the reason why things are happening for that team. Uh, But we'll get into that in the the previews, I guess. Okay. All right. Number seven, Clemson. I really like the way they looked. I I was able to uh, get a look at their game, the second game they played. uh, I love their line play. Uh, Zach gives them a a new dynamic to that team. Uh, They're at seven, but they could be on the rise. Six, I have TCU. Uh, Disappointing loss this week, but they played tough, and I expect them to play tough every single game here on in. Number five, I got Arizona. Uh, again, they, they had a tough a tough matchup against uh, Mbimbo. But uh, they hung in there. No quitting that team. Uh, put up a great fight. I got them at five. Number four, Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is an elite team. But their quarterback play is not giving them the elite status that they deserve. But again, that could change. Uh, correct a few things. I got them at number four. Number three, ASU. Uh, you said you were gonna drop them, in your wings. You I was, I was, I was, but you know, Augie's still, uh, Augie's still an elite player. Uh, they got an elite defense. They're, they're having trouble scoring, and I wish they'd stop their bitching so much. But I got him <laughs> at number three, number two. And this is tough because I could have went, I could have went flip flop either way. I know you say, how do you take Kurtzman at the top spot when he hasn't lost yet? Uh, but that uh, Ohio State team is looking so good, so good. Great quarterback play. They just added. So you uh, have So you have Ohio State at one. No, no, I got Ohio, Ohio State <laughs> at two. Oh. I still got Kurtzman at one. But like I said, to me, it was tough. I could have won either way on this one. Uh, yeah. Didn't like the fact that uh, he took his foot off the gas pedal uh, second I half agree. of his game. It won't happen again. Uh, Ohio State. They don't do that. They yeah. don't take their foot off the gas pedal. I'd for be lost football too much to so let that happen. He does. Yeah, and 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 one key thing. I. I Smitty from Arizona told me, he goes, you know what? That team just lost the best receiver in the league in uh, Jake Esposito, and they replaced him with the best receiver in the league. And Justin. And Justin. So that, that just shows you, you know, I'm so glad he got him involved early and often. That, that's a great team. So those are my rankings for the week. All right.
0: Uh,
2: that's so Those it. are not the standings. Yeah, those so are, are just what standings. Tommy and
1: TJ think based on what they've seen through four
0: games uh, for two teams, five. Uh, I guess we're back at it. And Tommy's Molly yeah, we'll, Gold. We will be we'll be back on the podcast Thursday night, Thursday, Thursday night, Friday night. Look for it. one of those one of those days to get the preview out there. We'll see you guys then. and we'll have more updates on the league, all that good and stuff. And hopefully more tweets. Yes, more tweets. As always. We'll see you guys then. I'm a follow with you.